The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Happy Monday before the madness. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. We've got conference burning games all day long, all week long. We got you covered here on Sports Grid. Here on this show, it's Fantasy Sports Today. Craig and Davis with you every day, noon to one Eastern. We got a lot of fantasy to talk about here on the show today. We'll recap some of the things that happened in the NBA this weekend. Of course, we have the scouting combine as well. Exciting finish at Bay Hill, no doubt. And Davis March is supposed to be one of the great months of the year, right? We've got spring training baseball. Of course, we all have that. We got college basketball, so many great things happening. And uh, and NBA is really taking center stage. And by the way, the stars of the NBA this weekend really came out. I mean, LeBron, 50-plus performance. Jokic with a huge performance. Jason Tatum is on fire. Uh, even Middleton got his 40-point uh, bag in, in, uh, in the game yesterday. So NBA is taking a big, big piece of my attention right now. Yep, <clears throat> 95 fantasy points for Nikola Jokic last night. LeBron James with uh, 56 points against the the, uh, the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, it just kind of seems like LeBron has said, you know what, I've, I've had enough of this. I hate losing. I'm not giving the ball to Russell Westbrook. I'm not giving the ball to Malik Monk. I'm not throwing it down in the post to Dwight Howard. You know, if, I, if I'm going to be out here and we're going to be playing in these games and I'm not shutting it down, I, I'm, I'm going to go and get I'm going to go and get the wins that I need, which you know what? Good for him, because that's really, I think, the only way that the Lakers are going to be able to claw out of this is just an all-time performance by LeBron. Yeah, could be. We'll see. We'll hear from LeBron coming up a little bit later in the show. Let's get to our headlines here on the show as we begin. Monday, March 7, 2022. And uh, Longwood and Murray State, along with Loyola Chicago, are in the dance. I saw some of the Loyola game yesterday. It looked pretty impressive. One start to finish, wire to wire, and, uh, and, and could be an upset team in the tournament. Major League Baseball and the ML. BPA still deadlocked after a Sunday meeting. There are reports that some more regular season baseball games will be canceled this week, if not today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, Jokic, as Davis mentioned, 46 points last night, triple-double for Denver over the New Orleans Pelicans, and Chris Stapp's Porzingis made his debut for the Washington Wizards, and what do you know? They win yesterday. Uh, but on top of that, we got some football news to get to on the show, Davis, and tomorrow will be a pretty big day around here because we'll be talking franchise tags. Devontae Adams, of course, the Green Bay Packers. That's a very big name, and we're starting to see some names trickle in here a little bit. Orlando Brown looks like he's going to be back with the Chiefs. The uh, Cleveland Browns, according to a report coming from uh, NFL Network, are going to tag David and Joku. So, uh, you know, we're starting to see that happen and that can map out a little bit more of our fantasy. Yeah, we are we are about to get into free agency. Of course, we just had the NFL scouting combine, so lots of these teams are starting to plan out 
what they're doing in the NFL draft. I think uh, Desmond Ritter turned lots of heads running that four or five flat. Kind of surprised that Malik Willis didn't run. Um, I assumed he would have turned in probably even a better time than Ritter did. Uh, I am very disappointed, though, to see that David Njoku did get the franchise tag from the Cleveland Browns. Of course, you know, visions of him being traded to a team where he is clearly the lead tight end, being used more like a slot wide receiver, of course. You know, in Cleveland, he's there with Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryan, and they're having him block half the time. And, and, and I think we all just wanted to see David Njoku flourish a little bit. So a little bit disappointing there. And we're going to get more into the winners and losers from the NFL scouting combine. Of course, we'll preview tonight's NBA slate as well. We got fantasy or reality. But I would ask you, Davis, of all the things that happened this weekend in the NBA, whether it was the 56-pointer by LeBron, whether it was Jokic's big game last night, no one has been hotter than Jason Tatum. As we welcome in our radio audience to SportsGrid, we're talking about the NBA performances from this weekend and then the Middleton 44-point performance. I mean, I guess for me, I'd love to start. I, I just don't know what's going on with Jason Tatum here. Like, I mean, this this has been an unstoppable force for Boston. If he keeps playing like this, this is a game changer. But for you, what was the the big headline performance? Because it's not normal in the NBA to have 40s and 50s all within 48 hours like this. I mean, it's got to be. For, well, I guess it doesn't have to be. But for me, it's LeBron James. You know, LeBron is... LeBron is of the age, and I tweeted this the other night. LeBron is at the age where where people, you know, you know, men. I mean, I do this right. I start to creak a little bit when I bend down to tie my shoes. When I when I'm getting up off the couch, I give a ugh as I'm as I'm you know moving moving my old tired body out of a seat. And LeBron is, uh, I believe, this is his 18th season in the NBA. Clearly, you know, everything that is happening with the Lakers front office is is not what he wanted, right? He spent all that time right. over the all-star break saying, oh, you know, if, if we could have done this, we should have done that. Oh, Kobe Altman in Cleveland, he's doing a great job. Oh, I wouldn't close the door on coming back to Cleveland. Then, you know, he does that. Oh, I didn't mean anything by that, which, you know, Le- LeBron is uh, very intelligent the way that he handles the the, uh, the media. But, yeah, it's, it's LeBron for me. And, you know, Jokic, who I have, uh, you know, maintained this entire – time he should win the mvp i don't think he's going to and not that Embiid is not deserving but just that you know i think Jokic deserves a little bit more but lebron 56 points against his longtime foe the warriors and steph curry got got to be the lebron game all right well the question is now that lebron had that big game what does he do for an encore because of course the lakers are back on the court tonight and so coming up next we'll hear from king james talking about how he's decided all of a sudden to become a, uh, a more of a score on this Lakers team. So we will weigh in on that. And then Davis will give us his starting lineup tonight over on DraftKings. Again, a little bit later in the show, winners and losers from the NFL scout, uh, scouting combine. So stay tuned to that as well. We've got fantasy and reality. We'll hit on Aaron Rodgers. Fantasy sports today here on SportsGrid. Hope you had a great week. This is Monday. We're getting closer to March Madness. We're getting closer to NFL free agency. So for those of you who are playing fantasy, DFS, or even sports wagering, you got us every day, noon to one Eastern, right here on Sports Grid. And we'll be back in just two minutes. Stay on that grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. those of you watching on our app or even listening on sports grid radio i know that you're big fans of our shows here and throughout the 24-hour cycle we're always looking to get better in terms of technically and you see that qr code right there on your screen we're looking to improve the experience that we provide our listeners viewers and users of the product and the best way to do that is to get input from you our listeners our viewers we'd very much like you take a survey and here's the website it's survey.sportsgrid.com or just hit that qr code survey.sportsgrid.com we'd love to hear from you because your feedback helps improve the programming and shape what we create next once again that's survey.sportsgrid.com and we appreciate as always you watching and listening to us right here on fantasy sports today and all of sports grid well 56 point performance from lebron james this weekend is not something we normally see as many people know lebron james is the king why because he can score he can rebound he can distribute but it really hasn't been of the huge point variety like we saw over the weekend, as Davis alluded to. Maybe this is just uh, going to be LeBron's thing the rest of the season. Uh, LeBron was asked about uh, being considered more of a distributor rebounder than a scorer and how uh, he was sort of taught to do that from an early age. Because it's never been a number one option for me. Um, you know, I came into this league understanding what team basketball is all about and the um, and the importance of the pass, uh, the importance of your teammates uh, feeling comfortable out on the floor, everyone feeling trying to be in a rhythm. And I was just brought up that way. Uh, my little league coaches always just taught us the, the right way to play the game of basketball. Um, <clears throat> you know, the word ball hog was something that we despised of and we, we never let creep into our, uh, none of our, our ball club, our, our ball clubs. We were we just something that we never wanted to do. And, um, and I guess it just stuck with me, man. I've always loved the success of my teammates, um, scoring off a pass of mine or or even a hockey assist where we can get the ball moving from side to side. And um, But also knew that I didn't – I also knew I wanted to be a, a triple threat as well, to be able to score, um, you know, at all levels of the game, you know, to keep defenses, um, you know, at bay so they can't just, you know, expect for me to pass all the time. Um, and if you can do both, um, it, it just – it really keeps the defense, um, you know, they don't quite know what to, what to do at, at times. And they didn't know how to stop LeBron the other night. Eight games tonight on the slate, Davis. And, uh, boy, I, I wonder what LeBron has in store for an encore tonight. I guess tonight we'll really find out 
as to whether or not this narrative that we're sort of building here that LeBron now is going to just, you know, become the guy that has to take over the game and score. And a pretty decent test that they take on the Spurs this evening. Yeah, should be should be a good uh, good matchup for him. You know, I don't really know if there's a, a guy on the Spurs who is going to be relishing that challenge. It'll probably mostly be Keldon Johnson and Devin Vassell guarding him tonight. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're used to the Spurs kind of having these long rangy defender guys on their roster. I don't really know if there's a, there's a, a great option there. So he he definitely is going to be in our our lineup tonight. Not do, do not want to miss another fifty burger from LeBron. All right, so let's take a look at the eight-game slate, and Davis has a little bit of a preview tonight. All this information you can get over at DailyRoto.com as well. Here is Davis's starting lineup tonight on DraftKings. We have Jordan Poole at 5,300, Damian Lee at 3,400, so that's the cheap option, CJ Ellaby at 4,500, Jonathan Kaminga at 4,500, and then Nikola Jokic is 12,000. I do have a question about uh, Jokic tonight before we go anywhere else. Uh, they play nine o'clock Eastern and Davis. I'm seeing no line, no total on that game. And so, I mean, it, it makes me feel like some, something is going on in that game tonight. I don't know if it's Jokic or, or somebody else on Golden State. Yeah. Well, what's going on is that Golden State is, is resting all of their guys. Steph Curry's out. Clay Thompson is out. Andrew Wiggins is out. Draymond Green remains out. Gary Payton Jr. is out. And James Wiseman remains out. So the Golden State rotation is all the way pared down and uh, I mean maybe Denver would think about resting Jokic in this game as well although I mean they're kind of in a precarious enough position that these these are the types of wins they absolutely have to be getting so so that would maybe be the thought the other thought could be is Golden State could rest even more guys I mean they could say look Kaminga's not playing they could say Nemanja Bielitz is not playing I mean they could go into this game uh, and they're playing on the road at Denver uh, so they could uh, they could go in there with you know a super super skinny rotation. All right, so uh, take us through the names and the players we're going to be going with tonight. So I think that the lineup that Golden State is going to start is I think they're going to start Poole and Lee in the backcourt with Gary Payton out, uh, Gary Payton the second and Curry and Clay all out. So those guys are are locked in starters, and then. Um, I don't know if Kaminga or Otto Porter Jr. is going to get the start, but Kaminga has been the way better fantasy points per minute producer, so definitely want to get him in there as well. However, you know, it is it is not just the Golden State Warriors that are nuking their rotation for tonight. Portland is doing the same in this game on the road in Minnesota. Of course, Damian Lillard is out, but Anthony Simons is going to miss this game with injury. Justice Winslow is going to miss this game with injury. His Achilles is injured. Eric Bledsoe has yet to play a game for the Portland Trailblazers. And Dennis Smith Jr. is out as well with an elbow injury. I think they're going to end up waving him here pretty soon. So we have a we have two super thin rotations tonight, the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers. I would be surprised if winning lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings tonight um, I, I would say three players from those two teams at a bare minimum, but probably even four because you're they're just you're going to have cheap guys playing about 35 minutes. And then, you know, I mean, what else needs to be said about Jokic? Like the guy is incredible anyways, but tonight he's going to get to be playing against the, the G League version of the Golden State Warriors. And um, I mean, look, I think the guy's incredible. He just he just gets it done every single night. Yeah, Denver, uh, by the way, eight-point favorites tonight uh, over on FanDuel against Golden State. We'll see if that number stays the same. Um, I will go back to Jokic here in a minute, but let's let's complete the lineup. 
so so here are the uh, extra options. Obviously, one is the most expensive one in LeBron, and you got him in here tonight. He's priced on DraftKings at eleven thousand six hundred. You'll get into your explanation here on Brandon Williams, and then also in the flex spot, we got Keon Johnson here at thirty nine hundred. Yep. So the two Blazers guards here, in addition to Ellaby, who I think is actually probably going to start at small forward tonight, these are the active guards that the Trail Blazers have tonight. Keon Johnson, Brandon Williams, Ben McLemore, Quinn Cook is technically on the roster, but he has not played for them yet. And a guy I have never heard of named Joe Cumberland, who has not played in a while. I think he might even be on the G League roster. So we're looking at a four-guard rotation with Macklemore probably having to play a little bit of small forward as well for the Portland Trailblazers. So they're just super thin. Um, I think we're 29, 30 minutes minimum for one of those guys. Obviously, whoever ends up starting between Williams and Keon Johnson is going to get a little bit of extra run. So it's pretty much just the name of the game. Uh, you know, you just you just find the cheap guys who are starting. And, and as I, I mentioned earlier, I mean, just not a chance I'm passing on. LeBron, if, if this if this is the mode of playing that LeBron is going to be in, I I want to I want to get him in as much as possible. Uh, let, let's just real quick go back to Jokic here for a minute, and and let's make the assumption that he's going to play. But since naturally we're off we're off the air at one o'clock Eastern, if for some reason Davis, you know Denver decides not to play him tonight, I don't know why they would, but we always like to set our viewers and listeners up for this. Is there a potential pivot at center, or is this just the whole lineup has to be adjusted from that point? Well, Embiid is only $200 cheaper, um, and and he has a pretty good matchup against Nikola Vucevic and the Chicago Bulls. I would say, though, uh, you know who the backup center is in Denver now? It is DeMarcus Cousins, who had 55 fantasy points in 24 minutes the other night against the Houston Rockets. So if Jokic doesn't end up playing for whatever reason, I definitely think you'd want to get Cousins in. All right, so there you go. Hey, make sure you go to dailyroto.com. You can get all of this information absolutely free in the NBA. I know a lot of the attention for most of you folks is going to be on college hoops, but uh, also a great time to play DFS in the uh, NBA and the simulations. And all the information is there for you, both on FanDuel and DraftKings. Just go to dailyroto.com. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, the winners and losers from the NFL Scouting Combine. We've got our players together for you. We'll have it for you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. On tomorrow's show, we'll be focusing in on the franchise tag and how that may affect fantasy football here in 2022. I know Davis is off and running with a lot of best ball tournaments. I think I saw Davis tweet out some dynasty rankings as well, so perhaps that's a conversation to have also. Uh, the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, Davis, it came to an end yesterday. You know, I'm you know seeing timeline stuff, kind of following back and forth, admittedly. This is not something that I follow uh, as much as you or all that intensely. I I will say this. I I know it's like has nothing to do with the players or anything. I'm very well aware that the combine is Indianapolis. And I was sort of sad to see that there's a chance that they may lose that thing. Like, I I don't know where that's coming from, but the money in the NFL, I guess, wherever, whoever hosts the combine is ready to pony up some cash there. Yeah, this has been rumored for a couple years that basically the the scouting combine as like an institution in Indianapolis, it might be it might become a thing like the NFL draft where, you know, they move the location like, you know, they they do it in Vegas, they do it in Dallas, they they do it wherever, you know, it's it's also, uh, you know, I guess theoretically this is like spring months. So maybe, a, you know, a northern city could have it every once in a while or something like that. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it, it does feel like a big institutional thing. Like I would be bummed out, I think, to see it move to a different location. Yeah, great stadium to have it in uh, as well. Uh, okay, so uh, Davis, in terms of fantasy, we last week we talked a little bit about the size of Kenny Pickett's hands and some 40-yard dashes and, you know, some players participating, some players not participating. Uh, before we get to the, the your, your opinion in terms of fantasy, the biggest winners, the biggest losers from the Combine, what was your overall vibe from the last four days? Like, what were you getting from that? Well, you know, honestly, my biggest takeaway is that the move to do this as a primetime event really negatively impacted some of the performance. So as a result of doing it, they tried to get all the position groups done in one day. So that means the wide receivers, who all ran the 40, obviously, because that's the most important thing for them to do, uh, a lot of them didn't do the agility drills, which is, is not a huge deal, but we'd like to get them. But only three wide receivers did the bench press at all, which you know makes it hard, a little bit harder to get like our spark scores and everything. And then the same thing happened for the running backs because they tried to get all the position groups done in one day. Um, I, I believe it is true that no running back did the agility drills. I'd have to go check my spreadsheet. Maybe there were one or two guys that did, but that is you know the, the short shuttle and the three cone drill which is a really useful drill for predicting running back success. You know, some of the the sleeper running backs from the last 10 years, you know, Le'Veon Bell, great example of this, you know, a guy who came in the combine, weighed 220 pounds, but was really agile, did really well at those drills. And so um, my biggest thing is that uh, if they're going to do this primetime stuff, they need to reconfigure the schedule because it led to lots of guys skipping some of the workouts. All right. Well, interesting enough from a 360 degree view. Let's take the uh, micro view now of it. Uh, Davis, your biggest winners from the weekend. And I see a couple of very key running backs that are going to affect fantasy football. So uh, give me the winners. Give me where you think they moved up to. And let's run through them one by one. So our our top winner, it's got to be 
Brees Hall. Um, he, he made himself a lot of money this week, and I think he might. I don't think he's likely to go in the first round, but I could see him sneaking into the back half of the first round. So he came in, weighed 217 pounds, ran a 4.3940. The other big thing, and we're going to talk about this in losers. I'll save it for losers. We'll, we'll come back to this a little bit later. Okay. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, I, I was very surprised by this. You know, I was kind of thinking Kenneth Walker would come in and kind of put in a, a workmanlike performance after watching him at Michigan State, but... 211 pounds, actually ran a faster 40 time than Brees Hall. I don't think anyone was expecting that, so that was pretty big for him. Christian Watson is the wide receiver from North Dakota State University. 6'4", 210 pounds, ran a 4'3'6". Again, not very many people expecting that. I think he's probably a second-round pick now. Probably the biggest winner in terms of money they made themselves, though, was Tyquan Thornton, the wide receiver from Baylor, because he probably was a guy who just was not going to get drafted at all. I mean, he, his name wasn't really on big boards. People weren't talking about him. He is going to be a third-round pick at worst now. I, I would be surprised to see him go on day three because he ran a 4-2-8, um, I, and that, that's just extremely fast, and guys that fast get drafted in the NFL. And then uh, this one is a, 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 a picking a little bit with my heart here because I'm a huge fan of George Pickens for fantasy football purposes. And he told reporters on, I believe, Wednesday media availability at the Combine that he was going to run a 4-4. And no one believed him, right? He tore his ACL, um, I, I think, 11 months ago now and didn't look that fast on the field of Georgia when he came back. Lo and behold, shows up, has a good way in, ran a 4-4. I mean, I, I really didn't think he was going to do it. So I, I thought that was um, a real, I just thought I really enjoyed seeing that. All right. Very cool. So those are some of the winners. And uh, look, I mean, you never want to say that, you know, kids are losers and that's, you know, the toughest way to do it. But naturally, that's what happened. And I'm glad I have you here, Davis, because I got to tell you, after hearing all the combine stuff and watching all the combine stuff, I mean, the fact that you have Traylon Burks here tells me something went awry because this guy got more attention this week for talking to the media and everyone talking about him. So what gives here? What happened? So the deal with Traylon Burks is that, you know, kind of people of, of my variety, the, the, the nerds who play lots of dynasty fantasy football, we were, we were wondering, okay, is this guy in the Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf bucket of pure superstar, you know, could be one of the five best wide receivers in fantasy, a top 10 dynasty fantasy football asset. And I would say his combine was fine. 6'2", 225, ran a 4.55. You know, he he was fine. And I guess I guess maybe it's a little bit harsh to call him a loser, but I would now be putting him more in the bucket of, you know, kind of second tier guys. You know, guy uh, you know, maybe uh in your in your Michael Pittman Jr. range, right? Instead of your DK Metcalf, you know, AJ Brown range. So just a, a guy who is good but but maybe not um, you know jumping off the page athletically. All right, and then who else from the combine this weekend lost some steam? So biggest loser for me has to be Isaiah Spiller, who ran track at Texas A and M. Some people maybe thought he would be the number one guy off the board, and and I guess his team, you know, his management, whatever. They were like, you should keep that up and not run your times at Indianapolis. So he didn't run. And I think the fact that Kenneth Walker and Brees Hall, those guys were so impressive with their workouts that I think the fact that Speller 
chose not to participate is going to be a pretty big deal. I, I could see him going in maybe the third or even the fourth round. Uh, unfortunately, Wandale Robinson here, man, I wanted him to have a good combine. I loved watching him in Nebraska, really loved watching him at Kentucky, kind of wanted him to be a, a second round NFL draft pick, sort of like Rondale Moore, guys like that. Don't think it's going to be happening. He he did worse in all of his measurements than we wanted him to do. Uh, he's only 5'8", 178 pounds. Um, you know, ran a ran a four four, which is you know sort of good for it's good for a wide receiver, but not necessarily good for uh, for what you wanted him to do. And I we are we are now getting some breaking news. Adam Schefter just reported. So maybe this is good. Isaiah Spiller had a strained abductor muscle that limited his training, so he didn't want to run, but he is mm. going to run at the Texas A&M Pro Day. So maybe he will have a chance to lose this, uh, you know, to, to leave this column and head into the winner's column. So that could be good. But, I, yeah, very bummed out uh, about Wandale Robinson. Wanted him to be 185, wanted him to be 5'9", and, um, yeah, and he's got small hands too, the Kenny Pickett thing, small arms. Uh, same thing with David Bell, very productive wide receiver at Purdue, but I mean, just stunk it up in the drills, ran a four, six, five, didn't even weigh 220 pounds, smaller arms than expected, smaller hands than expected. And um, the, the guy whose management did him the fewest favors got to be Kyron Williams from Notre Dame. I, I don't know who allowed him to run this time, but he came in at only 190 pounds and ran a four, six, five. So may, and maybe he just had a bad run. I don't know, stumbled out of the blocks, whatever. But, uh, you know, if he and his team knew that was the time he was going to run, they, uh, they did not do him any favors by mm -hmm. allowing him to put that time on, on the record. So, so, so no first round pick that was a running back last year, if I'm not mistaken. And then two years ago, it was Edwards. Najee. Lair, was it? Oh, Najee that's right. Najee. yeah, that's right. Najee yeah. Harris went to Pittsburgh. So will that trend continue? So you think Hall now jumps into the end of the first round or, or is that streak broken? You know, it would be, it would be pretty close. I think, you know, it, it would basically be like what happened with Clyde Edwards where he was the, the very last right. pick of the NFL draft. So right now the teams at the back end who could consider it, um, the Miami dolphins have picked 29, right? Because of mm -hmm. that trade. Um, so I, I, and look, I mean, you know, you're down there in South Florida, the, the fans want them to take a running back so bad. Um, I don't think the Bengals or the lions would do it. I don't think no. maybe the Buccaneers at 27. So the Buccaneers at 27, they Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette are going to be on different teams after free agency happens. All they have left is Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, you know, maybe if they get quarterback sorted, that would be a position they would look at. But I, it, you know, I just, I just generally go into it thinking, uh, it would be an upset if a running back went in the first round, especially this year when none of these guys really leave off the page. Yeah, none of them, I would say. But interesting notes there from Davis. And, of course, uh, later in the week we'll talk a little Dynasty League and we'll see where Davis has those ranked for those of you getting ready to do your drafts here in a couple of months, maybe even before the NFL draft. But naturally we'll have that covered for you right here on Sports Grid on Fantasy Sports today. All right, coming up next, it is the story that's going to shake the NFL world. It's coming up soon. We just don't know when. Aaron Rodgers and his decision. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In Orlando, Scotty Scheffler captures the tournament at Bay Hill. And uh, this weekend, I mean, it's really the biggest golf tournament of 2022. That's for sure, Davis. It's the Players' Championship coming up this week. A pretty coveted award. And uh, no Bryson for you again this week. Bryson out of the Players' Championship. So when we do our preview later this week, your go-to, I don't know, off to a rough start here. Yeah, you know what? I'm about I'm about done. I'm about done with Bryson. I think I need to I think I need to have a a public breakup with him at uh, at this point. I mean, honestly, uh, I'm much more jazzed about Scotty Scheffler at this point. One of my yeah. one of my longtime favorite. I mean, honestly, Scheffler was kind of in that group of like you know Corey Connors and and uh, you know just lots of guys who were would gain strokes on on approach, right? Gain strokes. Uh, and then just couldn't figure out how to putt. And now it seems like Scheffler is uh, just kind of figured that part of his game out. And I mean, more than anything, with these multiple Sundays, he he won his first event in a playoff. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday at the Arnold Palmer, it's like the wind went nuts and guys were going, uh, you know, the leaders were going out and shooting 75s. And Scheffler just looked at the wind and said, you know what? I got this. Let's stay calm. And uh, yeah, very good start to the golf season thus far. It's been, um, you know, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of uh, helping our hearts healed without, without baseball. Baseball? What? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> What's that? Uh, no, no good news on baseball to give you guys today here on the show. Um, all right. Uh, let's turn it over to Brett Levy. He's always got the good news. It's time for fantasy or reality. All right. Well, with free agency uh, ramping up next week as the legal tampering period starts and the NFL combine behind us, it's time to shift our focus on Aaron Rodgers and see when he's going to make his decision on his future. Uh, We've been waiting on him to either demand a trade or say he's coming back. So, Davis, we'll start with you for this one. Aaron Rodgers will determine his future this week, uh, is this a fantasy or reality? You know what? I uh, I think this is a reality. I think we are going to get it on the Pat McAfee show 
tomorrow. A guy I've followed for a long time, Benjamin Albright, uh, works out of the Denver radio market. He tweeted last week, uh, you know, make sure to tune in to McAfee next week. And I guess, uh, you know, he would be maybe a little bit more plugged into that situation because, of course, the Denver front office really, really wants to bring Aaron Rodgers into the fold. Now, uh, am I, I, I'm not going to be so bold as to say, you know, I, I think I know what's going to happen. Is he going to come back? Is he going to retire? Is he going to get traded or ask for a trade? You know, that uh, I can't be for certain. I don't know. But I do think it is a reality. I do think Rodgers will tell us um, this week whether or not he will be playing in the 2022 season. Yeah, I feel like my my answer here is one of those, will Odell Beckham Jr. score one touchdown the rest of the season? And I said, fantasy. I feel like I'm about to make a big swing and a miss here. But I am going to say, I'm going completely opposite of you here, Davis. I am saying fantasy. And no disrespect to Benjamin Albright, but I mean, I don't know. I think I think Aaron Rodgers going on that show tomorrow just to go on that show. I think he says nothing. <laughs> I think he loves the drama. I think he's taking this right down to the wire. When can the most attention be on Aaron Rodgers? It's only going to be this weekend, right? When it's when it's right close to that. If he does it preemptively, it's like, ah, ho-hum. Uh, I got fantasy here. I think that whenever that first hour is or, you know, a free agency when it comes, I think that's when we'll know. I think there'll be a huge buildup to that. I feel like we're also going to get some signals in between, some Instagram posts, some things like that that are going to really throw us off. Rodgers loves every second of this. Why do it preemptively? I got fantasy on this. And of course, immediately after the show, he'll probably make his announcement. I'll be wrong, but I got fantasy. All right. Well, our next question. I don't really know exactly where this question came from, but Kevin Durant scored 25,000 points over the weekend. Uh, Still pretty behind Michael Jordan, the guy who we're asking about. But Craig, I'll start with you. Kevin Durant will finish with more career total points than Michael Jordan. Uh, there's a, a pretty good amount of people he has to climb still to reach Michael, but we're focused on the top of the mountain here, Michael, Kareem, LeBron. So he will pass Michael Jordan. Is this a fantasy or reality? Well, Brett has not done his math, that's for sure, on this show today. This is a reality. He's absolutely going to pass Michael Jordan. And by the way, look at the amount of games that Kevin Durant has played and compare the numbers to where Michael Jordan was over the course of his career, not to mention Michael Jordan sat out in a season and a half. Uh, look, the difference between Durant and, and, by the way, Michael Jordan, you know, best player of all time still in my mind, but there's a reason um, – you know, why he was fifth. He was a distributor. He did some other things too. I know he was a scoring leader. Uh, Taking the time off definitely hurt him for sure in his quest to be the number one scorer of all time. Longevity gave it to Kareem. Longevity is going to give it to LeBron James. And Kevin Durant, Davis, is just going to be popping those threes for the rest of his life. This dude is definitely passing Michael Jordan. He's going to be 30,000 point scorer. He's going to be top five all time. No one is ever catching Kareem. No one is ever catching LeBron. It'll be those two, I think, forever. Uh, but I, I think Durant's going to get there, and his age helps him. Yeah, no, I mean, well, first off, you are absolutely correct. Durant is, you know, a thousand percent going to get there. And you know, the the interesting thing about Durant specifically 
is I don't think he's going to have to reinvent himself if he wants to play forever. Um, you know, LeBron, we've already seen it, right? LeBron has kind of entered into a different stage of his career. Uh, he, he's added new skills and, and taken some things away, right? When he was a member of the Miami Heat, he was basically playing power forward. That was kind of his position. And as a member of the Lakers, he's been a point guard. And right now he's also playing center um, because, you know, it just allows him to not have to run as much. Durant, I mean, I think Durant, and, and I, he probably won't want to do this because Durant is, like, very interested in things outside of basketball. You know, he likes to do TV. He's got the boardroom. He's got these other interests. But if Durant wanted to, I mean, he could play to 45, right? Because he would just go stand in the corner and make, you know, 43% of his three-point shots, like, until he literally couldn't move anymore. What I think is interesting is... Don't you think LeBron could catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Because he's got he he's going to score two thousand more points. I I think he, he could. could catch Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And and by the way, LeBron wants to do that. I mean, what do we? LeBron loves records. He loves all these things. That is what I think is um is even more interesting, Brett. Yeah. The uh by the way, the Kareem number. I mean, do you see that? That's a stunning number, man. Like it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. that he played that long at that level. All right. Well, our last one of the day. Uh, there was a big movie that came out this weekend. Not sure if either of you guys heard about it. Called The Batman. Uh, the newest of the Batman films. So, just a real simple question. And Davis, we'll start with you. You saw The Batman. Is this a fantasy or reality? This is a reality. I went. I uh, did exactly what I what I told Craig I would do. I uh, I went to the matinee yesterday at uh, at two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, didn't get out until six because it is literally a three hour long movie. Got my got mm. my icy, sat down and enjoyed it. And you know what, Craig, it was great. It it really it was a a really great movie um you know obviously you you leave a movie theater and you know if you enjoyed it or not and you know i don't know it'll mm -hmm. take me a a year or two to decide if i liked it better than the dark knight rises or whatever but uh, robert pattinson was fantastic um i think the director matt reeves clearly sort of gets what batman is supposed to be uh you know to, to people kind of of my age you know certainly not the the campy you know batman 96 version uh zoe kravitz was phenomenal in her role as uh, as Selena, Ka I mean, it was just it was a great movie. But uh, reality did go and see it yesterday. Yeah. So unfortunately, as predicted here on the show last week, this is a fantasy. I'll tell you, this is the most tempted I've been though to maybe yep. go back to the theater and see it. I, I don't know. It's my my schedule's extremely extremely difficult. Uh, you know, little league baseball just absolutely consumes so much time. On top of my daughter being in a play uh, Friday night and Saturday night last week, Friday night and Saturday night this week, working and doing everything else that I do. I did not see it. I did see some of the reviews. Everyone seems to be saying that the same thing, Davis, is that it was a great movie. I guess I guess the final determination for me is that I was, we talked about this last week, is I was such a big fan of the Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, it absolutely. Are you saying it absolutely stacks up with those three as well? Like, I mean, ranking them, does this one go above those three? In the middle of those three? After those three? What do you have? So, I mean, definitely, I think it is a a. I will say it is a better movie than Batman Begins for me. Okay. Um, you mm -hmm. know, which was the which was the first Nolan movie. Now, 
you know, I think one of the one of the things you'll you'll note, I mean, what people will say and notice for sure is that it is, you know, an, an even different, uh, you know, a, a darker, more realistic, well, realistic, whatever. But like, you know, the 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 primary villain story is like you could kind of see something similar playing out in in the world that we actually live in. And there, you know, a lot of like the political tensions and things and and the, you know, Robert Pattinson's take on Batman is sort of just like a, a very, very uh, de- depressed teenager, sort of. It's like, it's like kind of the gotcha. vibe that you get from it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a different form of Batman. He, uh, he's like a little bit more scared to be Batman. Like you can kind of see some, mo- like, okay. you know, the, the Batman of the Nolan movies just feels invincible. You're like, this guy never gets hurt. He never loses a fight, you know, and that, uh, that is definitely one take on Batman for sure. Very cool. All right. Uh, one story before we go, we didn't touch on it yet. It was uh, meant to be in the top of the show. We'll do it right here at the end before we break. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet, who has been the longtime uh, announcer for the ESPN broadcasts on uh, on college football and also involved in game day, still going to remain doing that, Davis, but is going to be doing the Thursday night Amazon NFL game. So just want a quick uh, 30 seconds on that. Well, look, it's uh, it's good work if you can get it, right? Uh, <laughs> feel feel pretty envious of uh, Kirk Herbstreit. I mean, I guess my question is, um, you know, I, I know that this Thursday night Amazon football night thing is a thing. I've always, I had the hardest time watching Thursday night football games last year. Like sometimes it would be on Prime, sometimes it wouldn't. Uh, sometimes my the the NFL app on my phone would let me play it but it wouldn't let me play it if I was on Wi-Fi. So I had to stream it over cellular data mm-hmm. like it, because of, you know, there's complex rights issues involved. And sometimes it's on the Yahoo app for free as well. And it's like, I just, I do just wish it was streamlined a little bit more. Like I wish I could just watch everything either on my TV, you know, through my, my, you know, fire stick or whatever, or through the, the app on my phone. Like I don't mind watching a football game on my phone. Like I, I'm not paying, I'm not a hundred percent locked in to the Thursday night football games all the time anyway. Yeah, I think there was a Thursday this year where I, I don't know what I was watching it on, maybe iPad or phone. I remember going to the game and just seeing like talking heads from NFL Network. And I'm like, wait a second, yeah. is the game on right now? And then like I had to hit a button. I'm like, oh, wait, there it is. But I was like, I guess it's not on this channel. But it was on the channel. I was just streaming it the wrong way. I, I totally know exactly where you're coming from there. But uh, look, the fact that Herb Street stays to do college football too, I mean, that's a really big deal as well. So I know a lot of College football fans really enjoy them too. So, all right, we'll take a quick break here on the show. We've got the Sports Grid 60 coming up next. 60 seconds from Davis, 60 seconds from me. Coming up at the top of the hour, we've got Donnie and Kevin. They got you from one to three. And then Scott Farrell back in the house, coast to coast, three o'clock Easter, right here on Sports Grid. That's what we got the rest of the day. So, we'll be right back with more FST in just two minutes. So, stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Day. Reminder, Davis and I right back here Tuesday, noon Eastern, little DFS preview of the NBA, and of course, everything else happening in the world of fantasy sports. Let's get out of our show today, get ready to turn it over to our next show here coming up as Donnie and Kevin are standing by. Before we do that, let's turn it over to Davis. He's got the Sports Grid 60. So I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into this David Njoku franchise tagging because this is the stuff that people like me, fantasy football nerds, we hate to see it. All we want is David Njoku, you know, playing for the Chargers, playing for the Cowboys, playing for the Bills, you know, some team that's going to let him out and run around and, and throw the ball to him in space and not ask him to block a ton. And, um, you know, I just, I wonder in this age of, of player empowerment, right? Of course, you know, it's, it's taken to the nth degree in the NBA. And, and obviously that is a little bit of what the MLB Players Association is fighting for in their current lockout. But I do wonder if the franchise tag in the NFL is going to be on its way out at, uh, at some point because of, you know, it does work out for the quarterbacks often who get tagged, but the skill position players do kind of get the short end of the stick. Hmm. Interesting note there. Also interesting for me last night to see ESPN's Carl Ravage, who's been involved in Major League Baseball for 30 years on that channel, tweet out that he thought that there's a chance that there is no Major League Baseball season in 2022. Let me tell you about the worst news yet. It was last night. Carl Ravage doesn't tweet out a lot, but when he does, he's usually right. And so that's a scary proposition to think that in two months from now, we don't have a season at all. Buckle up. We could be in for a really long, unfortunate ride with this. And it only continues here on our show as we move on from baseball into everything else that's happening in the world of fantasy sports. Thanks to Parker at LTN. Thanks, of course, to Danny and Ryan on our graphics. And for my producer, Brett Levy coach, Davis Maddock, I'm Craig Mish. We'll be right back here tomorrow, noon Eastern. The madness is beginning. We'll have it all for you. Don't go away. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.